Hey guys, welcome to my first podcast. I've actually tried to attempt this like several different times and each time I just wasn't, I didn't really like how they came out so I didn't post any of them and then I just kind of gave up for a little bit because I got discouraged. But uh, here we are again trying uh, another attempt. Hopefully this one gets posted. Uh, but I wanted this to be a general background uh, first podcast and uh I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Christopher Honeycutt. I am from South Florida, and I've lived there my entire life. I was born and raised there, and now I am currently in Stockton, California at a Bible college called Christian Life College, and it has greatly changed my life, and I'm very thankful for it. But to start off, to jump right into things, um, I wanted to give my testimony as a um, my first podcast. And I'm going to start from probably the very beginning. And so I was born in 1996. And I think about 1999 or 2000, my parents uh, got a divorce and my dad kind of wasn't present that much, hardly. And uh, my mom was the one that was always taking care of us and trying to provide for us, sometimes work three jobs Uh, to put us in a good school and things like that. And we eventually had to move with my grandma because it was, it was getting really tough. Thankfully my grandma lived literally down the street. So that was convenient. Um, Growing up, went to a uh, Christian school in Boca Raton, Florida. And it was, it was cool until uh, middle school. It, it was nice to have like that semi Christian atmosphere. You think just because you go to Christian school would be a Christian atmosphere. It's, it's not, it's, the kids are just like the kids out in the world, maybe even worse sometimes. But growing up in that school, in middle school, it was, you know, you're with a small group, you're not with a huge group, so you're constantly, like, in everyone's business, and everyone knows everything. So growing up around that, I was constantly made fun of, picked on, um, and I didn't understand why. I don't know why people constantly picked on me, why I was, you know, bullied and stuff like that it made no sense because I literally did nothing to them I never bothered them I don't see a reason to pick on me I was like what did I do wrong to you like I don't even bother you why are you bothering me and uh, a lot of those things that those people said over my life were they're all lies they're all lies and it just but it was just day after day constantly throwing it in my face and saying it to me it just like it really discouraged me and it held me back for a long time and even to this day, like I think about some of the things that they said to me and it's because of those things, it's held me back and it's held me back from doing a lot of things. It's, it's held me captive by those dumb lies that they said. Going on into high school, I thought my quote unquote friends who I wanted to be friends with, uh, they were going to public school. Half of them went to public school and half of them stayed in the private school. I begged my mom if I could go to the public school. I've never been to a public school and she was like, no, you're staying in uh, your private school, blah, blah, blah. And um, eventually she budged and she allowed me to go to the public school. Well, at the public school, it went from like 600 kids to almost 4,000 kids. And so there, no one literally bothered you. No one talked to you. No one cared about you. No one even noticed that you were there. So that was actually kind of cool because... <laughs> I barely was noticed and no one talked to me and I was like, okay, great. Like, this is cool. Like I'm not being verbally abused or like talked down onto and 
saying all these mean things against. I was like, all right, I'm chilling. But um, then to go after high school, I went to a university in uh, Miami called Florida International University. I got my bachelor's there. And then after that, I was just kind of hanging around. I was like, okay, I graduated. Uh, God, what do you want me to do? And so I prayed. I, I went on a fast for about three days, and the fast ended on a Wednesday night after service. And um, I felt like I knew what my calling was, but I wanted to ignore it because the fear that was instilled in me back in middle school and the lies that were spoken over me stuck with me. And I did not want to do my calling that God gave me because of the things that people said. I didn't want to put myself out there. I didn't want to get out of my comfort zone. And after that Wednesday night service, I left and I was like, all right, well, you know, I left the altar. I didn't really feel anything. So I was like, I guess I don't have a call. <laughs> so I was like, I was leaving the service and literally as I'm walking to my car to go to Chick-fil-A to break my fast, one of my friends says my name. They're like, Chris. And I literally knew without even turning around, like I knew, I was like, okay, this is it. It's going to happen. Someone's going to tell me. And they straight up were like, you have been running from your call. You are called to be a preacher. And immediately I got nauseous. I was like, absolutely not. I do not like speaking in front of people. I don't like having all the eyes on me and a big audience. It's just, it's, it's nerve wracking. And it was literally, I almost threw up when my friend told me this. I was like, no, no, no. And I hadn't told this person anything about the situation or what I was praying for, so I knew that this was from God. And it was reconfirmed several different times because I kept trying to convince myself, like, oh, maybe that wasn't from God, you know, maybe they, maybe she was wrong. Uh, and then, lo and behold, it was it was confirmed, 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 confirmed a thousand times. And so I said, okay, well, I guess the next logical step is to go to Bible college. I mean, you don't have to, but I was like, I would just like to, you know, fully immerse myself and learn more and more and more as much as I can because I feel like, you know, I feel inadequate. I feel like I don't know enough and I've just kind of been stuck in this bubble in South Florida. So I originally wanted to go to this Bible college in um, St. Louis called Urshan uh, College and I talked to my pastor about it. I was like, oh, um, pastor, I want to go to Bible college. I feel the call and he was like, oh, okay, why? And I was like, oh, uh just, you know, I just feel the call. <laughs> and so um, he's like, okay, well, why Urshan? Why not CLC? Why not IBC? Why not any others? And I was like, um, well, I've never thought about CLC. And the second those words came out of my mouth, instantly I was like kind of pricked. I was like, oh, um, hmm, maybe I should pray about this and actually give God and like options here for, for him to lead me. And um, I... Thought about Urshan more. I was like, well, I chose Urshan because, you know, it's closer to home. I know pretty much literally everybody there. It'd be pretty fun. Um, CLC, I uh, don't really want to go to that school. It's, it's far away. It's in California, and it's ratchet. And then <laughs> I really did not want to go. And I didn't want people to think, oh, I'm only going over there because uh, my best friend was over there at the time. And... Um, so I prayed about it, and I um, I was talking to my mom. I was talking to my family, and surprisingly, my mom was another confirmation. She usually wants me so close to home, but she was like, no, I think you need to go to 
CLC. And I was like, what? And there was something within me that kept saying, like, you are going to CLC. And I literally, I did not want to. I really wanted to go to Urshan really bad. So I kept praying, had a couple more meetings when they passed her. Long story short, I ended up going to California. And I was shocked and I was like nervous because I really didn't want to go. Uh, I did not like being that far away. And I know that the, I guess the depiction that the East Coast has of the West Coast is that this place is insane, but it's just quite the opposite. Over here, everybody thinks that the East Coast is insane. And it's not at all like what the news portrays and stuff like that. And it actually is an insanely amazing place. I've grown to love this place a lot and it has taken me so much deeper than I ever thought was possible and constantly I was like confirmed like this is where I need to be and when I first got here I pulled in across the state line and I went to this beach called Huntington Beach and I remember walking on the beach with a couple of my friends uh, that rode with me uh, across the uh, nation and I was praying I was like God like is this even what I'm supposed to do like I, I feel so far away from home I I feel like I don't feel anything. I, I don't know what to feel. Like, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And honestly, without a doubt, I can say that God completely confirmed that this is where I was supposed to be. And I was like, all right, we're going to do it. So we finally left Los Angeles and we headed up to Stockton. We got there. School is super, <laughs> super small. And I was like, oh my gosh. And um, my first semester here, it was very like, I kept trying to convince myself that I needed to go home and why I needed to be used at home and like what they could do at home and what I could do at home and how I can help my church and stuff like that. And so I kept going home like multiple times. I would go home three, two to three times a month, which I don't, don't even ask. I don't even know how I was able to, but I was going home two, three times a month and it got tiring. Every time I would go home, I would feel like this, this heaviness. And I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there, but I just kept ignoring it because I wanted to be home. And so after my first semester, I almost convinced myself to go home. I was like, I'm not staying here for another semester. But then I felt something tell me like, you need to stay and you need to give it a try. And so I stayed, I stopped traveling. I stopped going out of town. I stopped going home. I fully immersed myself. And I am so glad I did because it changed my life literally forever and I'm so glad that I made that choice to come here but in that first semester and second semester that first year my freshman year of Bible college I thought God would be satisfied with a step of his, of going towards his calls like I don't you know I don't want to be a preacher still like this I'll take a step towards your calling and I thought God would be satisfied with that and so I didn't want to do anything that involved public speaking. I didn't want to do preaching classes. I didn't want to do anything. And so my advisor says, okay, well, we're going to put you in homiletics one, blah, 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 and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, is that the preaching class? And she's like, yes. And I was like, take it out. She's like, what do you mean? Take it out. And I said, take it out. I don't want it. And she's like, what are you talking about? You need it for your degree. And I was like, I'm not getting a degree. Take it out. And she was like, fine. So she took it out. And so I made it through my first semester. Second semester comes. And she tries to put me in Homeletics 2 or Homeletics 1 again or something. And I was like, what are you doing? Did you not hear me? I don't want to do this. And she was like, why are you? And I said, take it out. And so she took it out. And so I made it through my whole first year of Bible college without having to speak. 
And I was like, praise the Lord. <laughs> and so it's the last week of school. Most people are going home. There's not a lot of people left on campus. And there's like probably like 20 of us. We just had like a water balloon fight or something out on campus at night. And so I get a text message from this number that I don't have. And it's from the school office. And it says, hey, Chris, uh, the school would like you to go on preaching tour. And literally my heart dropped because I knew that if I said no to this, this would be me continuing to run. Even though I made a step, I was still running and I was avoiding the call. And so my heart dropped and I was like, no, I literally looked up to the sky. I'm like, God, why, why? And so once I heard that like, you know, 30 or 40 people sign up and only eight people go. And for some reason I didn't even sign up and they are asking me to go. I was like, okay, well, if this isn't God, so I've decided to go. I said yes. And it literally threw me out of my comfort zone and it made me rely on God harder than I ever have in my entire life. My first sermon, instead of in front of a class with, you know, like 20, 30 people, no, I was thrown up on a Sunday morning in front of like 80 to 100 people. I was like, well, praise the Lord, y'all. <laughs> and it was like so incredibly nerve wracking. Literally right before I got up on the platform, I was praying. I was like, God, please send the rapture now. Do something. Like I was going in hard. I was like, God, please, I do not want to do this. And so I was praying, I was praying, I was praying. And then when the preacher introduced me to come up, I was instantly my eyes just looked up and I just started walking. It was almost like I was levitating because like I did not feel like I was the one making my legs move. I got up there and then it was like whoop, this wave came over me of like peace. It was like literally I was nervous up until the last second until I grabbed the mic. The second I grabbed the mic, all that nervousness went away. It was literally like me stepping out of the boat to meet Jesus on the water and he gave me like complete peace and it felt it felt crazy because i literally had notes set and i just didn't even touch them and i was just like going off and i was like where in the world is this coming from it was almost, i was like man this is like an out of body experience or something <laughs> because it did not feel like me almost it was definitely like god was taking over i was like this is crazy and that just shows you that if you put your faith in God, he will definitely meet you there. And if you are a willing vessel, he is going to use you. And if he has called you, he will equip you to do what he has called you to do. And uh, that's just a basic beginning, I guess, podcast to, I don't know what this series is even going to be, honestly, but like, I just felt to share that for the first one. And uh, I hope you guys like it.